Come on, Mitchell, you know me better than that. What's that? Come on, obviously something like this I'm going to come prepared, don't you think? Bring the music down, bring the music yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interrupting Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I literally haven't even introduced the show, but go ahead. That's yep. fine. Just we just need to set the tone. So okay. just play this one instead, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin this episode. No, come on. <laughs> In fairness, this music does make me feel very, very happy. It's a good tune. Even a bad movie like The Crystal Skull can't ruin this theme song. Oh, all right. We are episode 64. This is Get Into Gates, uh, the full Get Into Gate crew talking Stargate SG1. My name is Mitch over there with the new music, Maddie. Hello. And we got Brendan and Reese. What's doing? Hello. Oh, g'day, mate. Look, uh, at the back of our last uh, ep- podcast, we said that, you know, I brought up the Indiana Jones reference. I was kind of hoping that this that would sort of be where it ended because that's not a good memory. That movie is 10 years old now, and the further it gets away is from us, really? the better. Yeah, yeah. Right. Almost exactly like it was about there this time, I think April or May, maybe, on, uh, in 2008. Oh, right. Yeah, I really drank the Kool-Aid on that the first, when it first came out because it was Indiana Jones, and I just wanted to love it. I started working for a radio station and reviewing movies, and I'm like, it's Indiana Jones. I think I have to love it. No, oh. it's not the first horrible movie you've defended. So. No. Didn't you get one of the first. It was one of the first. Four out of five stars. What's Mama that? Mamma Mia. Mama Mia. Mia. Three and a half. No, I'm pretty sure that was four. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Mate, that's burned into my memory, (laughs) right? I paid for that shit. (laughs) But I went to a screening, everyone was up and dancing. I'm like, I don't really, I don't know these songs. I don't know, I don't get what's going on. Why is James Bond singing? (laughs) But I I got sucked into the atmosphere. I know the songs. I'm not watching the movie, though. No, no. Should we all go to the sequel, though? Oh, mate, if you want to see a good video of ABBA, you should Google ABBA boys. There's a video of me and Reese dancing. Oh, jeez. A little bit drunk. <laughs> I, was about, oh, I, was about, I was about to say, oh, you give me shit about my Spice Girls one, but I did that Stone Cold Sober. So, yeah, yeah okay, fair enough. Yeah. Just tell people you were drunk. Yeah, we were shirtless. <laughs> I was working and driving at the time. Yeah, probably, it was, it was EDM. I had a breakfast whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the statue of Mitch's dad like out in front of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we will find more time to talk about uh, more ABBA a little bit later on the show. Right now, though. Oh, come on. Now, now. <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Crystal Skull. Let's see what the DVD has in store for us. The synopsis reads, Daniel finds a glowing crystal skull identical to the one first discovered by his grandfather decades before. When Daniel stares into the skull's eyes, a mysterious force makes him disappear. Now SG-1 must find Daniel's grandfather to unlock the mystery of the skull and bring Daniel back. Surprise! Daniel's got a granddad! Why have you never mentioned that? Or back when he was going crazy in um, mm. was it Legacy. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, Daniel doesn't have a history, a history mental of mental illness. illness. In the family. Neck minute. Granddad's <laughs> in a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, not crazy, but yeah. they thought he was. So, Might you as know. well. He checked yeah. himself in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the start of this episode because the map goes through the Stargate and yeah, it's kind of like a drone shot, zooms up to a thousand meter high pyramid Mm. Mm. now just to put that into some perspective a thousand meters and i'm I'm one kilometer one kilometer (laughs) it's one kilometer for all those star trek fans out there that's the same size as the ball cube um that's one that's pretty good (laughs) so (laughs) some perspective here i'm i am surprised that daniel didn't say how tall the great pyramid of giza was you know to compare Mm. So I went and did some homework. Mm. What do you got for so us? So the Great Pyramid. Well, I'm going to start with 
home for us in Australia. The Sydney Harbour Bridge is 134 metres high. Oh, we're doing this, are we? Yep. <laughs> the, the Great Pyramid of Giza is 139. Mm, is that all? That's it. So, so it's 10 of those. Obviously, you don't want me to read a lot more. So I'm going to skip through. <laughs> the you Empire got, you, State Building. You've got the wrong order, mate. What else yeah. is boring? <laughs> the Empire State Building is 443. Yep. Uh, the One World Trade Center, 546, to the tip. So <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. And the, we... the tallest building ever created by human, which is, what is it, uh, in the, the Dubai Tower, Burj Khalifa? Oh, Q1 Khalifa. at Gold Coast, mate. Burj Khalifa. Oh, the Q1's 322. Uh, <laughs> what, about, what about the Gherkin in London? Is that the penis one? Yeah. Don't know. Oh. <laughs> what? I got the uh, the Patronus Towers from Hong Kong. From I think entrapment. From, from Harry Potter there for a second. <laughs> from entrapment. It's called entrapment. Four, 451. Anyway... The Dubai Tower, eight hundred and thirty meters to the tip. So this thing—that is ridiculous, is ginormous. Mm. Plus, pyramid. it obviously you know flares out a little more. It's not just a tiny yeah. little tower. It's so when they're running along that bridge, that mm. seemed to be like halfway through that pyramid. Mm, halfway up, so yeah. So that's like five hundred meters. Serious cardio. And they sort of described it as being like the the cavern inside as being big enough to house every pyramid yeah. on Earth inside it, like yeah. with room to spare. Yeah, on Earth, that's that's a lot of. There are a lot of pyramids. Yeah. Hmm. it was so a mine one. It'd have to it'd have to be at least two kilometers wide at the base. Then I don't know maths. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, not ev- not everyone's base is thicker than the tip. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I mean, if it's not a pyramid, <laughs> it's just a tower. Then <laughs> it was a penis joke. Yeah. Um, no, we, we got it. <laughs> Uh, we introduced last week, I've got the Stargate SG-1 Illustrated Companion for mm. Seasons 3 and 4. Turns out this um, the whole Crystal Skull idea actually originated from Michael Shanks. He'd been working for a while trying to write a script about a Crystal Skull and just couldn't quite get there. So he um, palmed off the idea to um, uh, Jared Paul and um, Michael Greenberg. Nice. He says... Cool. <clears throat> it's going kind of, <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I don't mind that in a way because you know they say like to start writing write what you know yeah but in a way yeah. he's writing as if he is Daniel Jackson he's writing an episode about pyramids and yeah. shit like mm. he's he, he hasn't sort of well, just... he wants a Daniel Jackson episode well, that... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's got Smart a man. He's, he's got a baby at home he wants to get out of the house yeah. Yeah. he's went up to the EPs he's like you've seen what happens when you don't give me a part I don't give a shit okay yeah. give me something meaty to chew on okay yeah. I'll write my own goddamn episode based on an idea broached by executive producer Michael Greenberg and his godson Jared Paul Michael Shanks is thrilled to have been given the opportunity to input some writing ideas quote I don't know how to you know write, read things um, I'd been in the process of trying to write a Stargate script based on a piece of the mythology about a crystal skull, he recalls. The idea had been planted when the actor was given a book full of mysteries of, the, of South America by one of the generator operators at the Bridge Studios in Vancouver. Janitor? <laughs> the book was so incredible, expounds Shanks, because of what it does is point out the inconsistencies of modern archaeological known facts mm. with actual unexplained discoveries and phenomena. Apparently, these finds are not reported in mainstream venues because they go against contemporary archaeological beliefs and would therefore rock the boat and ask questions that we can't answer at this time. Mm. Well, apparently, the whole crystal skull thing was baloney anyway. My baloney has a first name. It's a penis. Uh, Apparently, most of them were created in like the 1800s in Germany. 
Oh. Yeah, that's what old mate told us, didn't he? Who? The grandfather. Um, uh, no, he's sorry, the scientist. That shit scientist. Oh, yeah, okay, look, I felt a little sorry for him. What's his name? No, he's Ruffin. useless. Ruffin. Ruffin. he get a job? Like, no, surely like, there's someone between him and Daniel Jackson. Right? But, like, when he was first introduced <laughs> on the team, he was, like, he was inept compared to Daniel Jackson. But I'm like, clearly he's got like credentials of some just this episode he like he wouldn't be qualified to mop the floor <laughs> yeah. there you got to like why like why he could have just not known the answer rather than be like gotta... what do you think this is hot dog what <laughs> i felt so I honestly like, felt don't so look at sorry its for eyes it. and it just remember, cuts though, back to him like scared. i feel for the actor who's read the script and like i guess i'm never yeah. coming back i was in a yeah. dream sequence <laughs> yeah, and now i'm in say, this this is his first <laughs> this is his first real world appearance this the first yeah. episode he was in was um uh, forever in a day, mm. where it's all happening in Daniel's heads. This is the first yeah. time he's actually interacting with people in the real Stargate world, yeah. and he's just an absolute dickhead. But I did love um, Sila's just little sort of burn on him. Yeah. Teleportation device. I. <laughs> what do you think? I think you're gonna get fired. <laughs> he's so, so matter scary. of fact, they make him <laughs> more like stuffed up and like just yeah. sounding nerdy. Like yeah. I'm gonna give him a nose Yeah, what's with that? And, and he was he was sniffing the allergies. Yeah, the allergy stuff. Yeah. Put it in his nose and sniffed it. I'm like, what's the point? Is this to make him like, like sweaty nerd? nerd? Yeah, because has it been established yet, or is it in his next episode where they say he was like a decathlon runner? Or yeah, something that was like in the, that. That was in. Oh, really? That was in the first. That one. was in Forever in a Day. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you know, because he's, he's, he's an uh, athlete. Because yeah. O'Neill's saying he's got two left feet. He's like, yeah, he was a decathlon runner. Yeah. Oh, I don't like him. Crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I do. F- I understand what Mitch is saying. I feel sorry for him because he's an archaeologist. So it's like, what do you know about this? Well, most of them were defunct. Like, if it's going to be something to transport you, use a scientist. Don't try and give. Don't get an archaeologist to waste twelve hours on it when he's already said he doesn't know. Well, yeah, I think the reason was because Carter was out of commission. Yeah, so she well, was, they don't have science. She was still recovering. Scientists when Carter's yeah, off world, surely. like. Come on. Well, I guess normally it'd be. I mean, we it'd, do later. It'd be Carter. It'd be Carter and Daniel would normally solve that in about five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, Daniel's in a different dimension, and Carter's, you know, in in the infirmary. So I guess mm. they're like, oh, Rothman, that's Daniel's research assistant or whatever, but for back in the day, he'll be a free thinker like Daniel is. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Wouldn't he <laughs> learn something from Daniel though? Well, and the fact that. He's now working at Stargate Command and he knows that like aliens and spaceships and shit are, yeah. are real. In other yeah. dimensions. And they're literally standing there going, no, we saw him look into this. We yeah. saw the force field and we saw him disappear. But yeah. nah. While they nah, were on a different crazy. planet. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. stupid. He shouldn't. Did you look Don't behind be the pedal still? Was he hiding <laughs> there? <laughs> Someone's probably playing a prank on uh, you. Dr. Carter, the simplest answer is most often the correct one. It's mm. like, no, I... Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah. I'd felt a little for him, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, he, it's clearly his own fault based on what he, the way he's set up in Forever yeah. in a Day. You're not but... earning your 200 grand a year, mate. <laughs> oh. So, like, we even said that the, the, the idea of them all, uh, you know, were debunked and all that sort of stuff. Was that the general, like, scientific consensus, like the, the theory in a way, like, oh, this cool crystal skull and look at it, created obviously uh, with technology above what yeah, they had at the time what, or whatever? From what I understand, in that era, the, the, when they were going through the Mayan temples in, in Egypt and that kind of archaeological finding was so, was just in the mainstream mm. popularity. So then people from South America and everywhere else got these crystal skulls made, put them in tombs mm. and made false claims that they were from the mind from the mind and like, inter, like transporting sort of interdimensional. Oh like, yeah. Things because it's it... kind of like that South American, I don't want to say hoodoo or whatever, but, 
mythology. Like, yeah, all that. Yeah. You know, like... I only ask because, like, again, I haven't watched the Crystal Skull Indiana Jones movie for 10 years, but and this episode for maybe, obviously, longer, because I hear Crystal Skull and everything they said about it, and I'm like, oh, bad taste, yeah, but I think now, they now talk I feel about, better about it. They talk about aliens, and they talk about Yeah, but the, the way that they stuff. describe it as being like... It's of alien. It's the Mayan. It's if you stare into it, it is the pathway to another dimension where you can see aliens. I'm like, that's exactly what that fucking thing was in mm. Indiana Jones. So I, I think is you that find the... it's giant aliens, Mitch? <laughs> now we must wait for the giant aliens. That just has a nice ring to it. But only I said because this episode obviously came out in 2000. Yeah. Crystal Skull probably been put together in, you know, 2005 to 2006 as a writing thing. It came out in 2008. That was a George Lucas story. I mean, it, I, that's what I was wondering. Was, is that just the general mythology behind those Crystal Skulls or did George Lucas watch Stargate and go, I don't know, fucking steal this <laughs> well, and put it into my Indiana Jones Well, it's funny you movie. say that is, um, so Brad Wright wrote the teleplay, but the story came from Jonathan Glasner and his godson, Jared Paul. Jared Paul actually goes on to be a bit of a Hollywood writer. He actually wrote uh, Yes Man with uh, Jim Carrey um, and a few other bits and pieces. He wrote Message in a Bottle as well uh, from from Stargate. Message Um, in a Bottle. And then he's gone on just recently, he created the um, the Rob Lowe show, uh, The Grinder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's um, Jared Paul. So, yeah, it's entirely possible. Like, he could have been rolling in the same circles of of writers and Mm. something like that, and it sort of trickled down to to old George. Yeah. Wish that it hadn't, but... (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice that when they went into this pyramid... There was the the theme music from Torment of Tantalus. Yeah. So I'm going, are these guys... What did you think about that, Reese? Funny, because I've got um, a, a note here where it said, this planet is um, Nick Ballard's Torment of Tantalus. Because oh, right. He, yep. It was like, he's, as he said at the end, this is my life's work, Daniel. Mm. And he was willing to stay there forever and give his life to it, just like Daniel was... In Tormented Tantalus. Yeah. He's like, nah, leave me here, I'm done. I yeah, almost thought cool. maybe if you picked up on that music cue, you might have thought that this, the giant, the giant aliens yeah. <laughs> were going to be like one of the fifth race or something like that because they had that. The four of, great races. Yeah. Mm. One of the, yeah. One of those, one of the great races and um, just because of the music and, and how you know, revered they seem to make yeah. it. I guess when mm. a giant alien, you know. Was that music used in the fifth race episode when he found the uh, the Asgard when he got transported to their their world that is, that's what it was when I heard that music when they revealed the crystal yeah, skull and they used it a bunch of times the in the same, opening yeah yeah that it honestly took me back to that episode so when you said torment I'm like oh I I had no memory of it being in that episode but it makes sense yeah it's like a real wondrous like it's got that like the Nox yeah you know, it's in the in the, like in the Nox realm profound that sort yeah. of, um, kind of soundtrack music theme yeah it's cool giant aliens though. Um, yeah, I guess like they appear giant as like they, they, they look Robert like Cooper again. Yeah. They're aliens, right? But they're giant. They're, they're giant. big. They're big aliens. And they're made mist. of smoke. <laughs> made, of, made of mist. And watched, they speak Native I American. The movie The Mist. <laughs> Came up with this great idea. All right, go with it. Go with me. Listen to me now. And what don't, don't shut it down immediately. Big alien, like like great big, like giant, like giant aliens. Yeah. And because they're big, we're gonna get Teal to voice them. <laughs> What's your name? We are enemies of the ghoul. Eight minute. You can speak English. <laughs> we're, we're, we're travelers. We come in search of friendship. We'd like to exchange our knowledge and 
culture. Feast on me. We accept your proposition. <laughs> you may remain. Cool. So the I idea didn't of... realize it was Chris Judge. Yeah, it's yeah. Chris Judge. I didn't until the end, actually. Yeah, the credits. Yeah, it was... mm. yeah. When it when he was talking, I was like, oh, I wonder who's voicing this, and I made sure to look on the credits. So I'm like, ah, oh, there you go. So the idea of that that episode, that line, that exchange between Daniel and uh, Mist Alien happening in 2018, he's like, we would like to share our culture. Then all of a sudden, the alien would be like, Donald Trump and the Kardashians. No, no thanks. thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll move on. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I do find it's a bit rough though. It's like obviously uh, Michael Shanks was the first one to be able to like voice another character in mm. Thor, and Thor come has already come back again and again and again. So obviously Chris Judge is like, oh, I could do it a little bit extra uh, extra paycheck, <laughs> yeah. you know. Mm. So he's like, oh, I'll voice that Unas died at the end of the episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll voice Quetzal Coddle. and we, we never see him again. <laughs> Which is crap because you go, Nicholas Ballard stayed there and he goes, You'll come and visit, or whatever he said. And we never did. No. But I'm like, Why wouldn't you go back and go, What's up? And I mean, the series lasts till like season, we're in what, season three now, lasts till season 10. Mm. Nick Ballard wasn't going to last that long. No. (laughs) I still feel though, this could have been another idea instead of Stargate Origins. Um, Like, (laughs) (laughs) we've said that probably three times this season where they've had like interesting threads. Mate, message in a bottle would have been better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, pick an episode. And you're talking about the Kevin Costner movie, not even Stargate. First commandment. (laughs) Like, I shit on Robert C. Cooper. I wish Robert C. Cooper came back to write Origins or something better. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy now, come on. I nearly fainted. I mean, we're what, all, what did you just say? We're all having jokes here, mate. Come on. <laughs> like, mind you, I've got a file where I'm keeping Then everyone would agree with me then. That's all. <laughs> I'm keeping compliments with Brendan Pace or Robert C. Cooper. And out of 64 episodes of Get in a Gate, that is number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still not sure if it's extreme sarcasm. No one can tell. So dry. But the thing I was just saying about... The deadpan. The giant aliens. While I... You know, it's it's fair enough that they're, you know, mist or energy or whatever. But were they always? And if they weren't, why, if they're giant in this thousand meter tall pyramid, was the doorway high enough for regular sized humans to get through? <laughs> like when SG one walked in, in the mist. Malp, yeah. they were in a normal like the opening was normal size. Yeah. The pathway through the pyramid to the cavern was. I, I still feel like the the pyramid and the and all that sort of stuff would have been built by humans mm. but these guys were like interdimensional aliens and it's like the skulls and they've been in that sort of dimension or yeah. phase yeah and they're kind of longer. phasing it and yeah. because of all the um, Nintendos and all that sort of stuff in the air <laughs> they're able to they're at, this is like they could only interact with us within that, this pyramid because of all the Nintendos yeah like they, they couldn't appear outside the pyramid and I guess that makes sense too with the pathway yeah. out to the to the pedestal because it was only it, like the Malp couldn't even get out there it was so skinny yeah 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 and cause them to have really awful CGI running shots. Like, <gasps> yeah. There's an amazing one. That <laughs> yeah, there were so many of those. So weird, you like... see the green screen? Well, and there's one, one point where a rock with the green screen goes <laughs> through Christopher Judge's head. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. took a video of it that I'll show you guys now that we won't put up on our socials. Um, where I've done what I did in, in Need, where I've kind of zoomed right in so you can see it. Oh, and it yes. just disappears behind that rock. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll yeah. chuck that up on the socials. So uh, if, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram will so chuck up that clip. In, the, some... in their defense, though, that was their first ever full green screen set. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It in was the very series. ambitious. And it was yeah. the year 2000. 
Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But they learned, they said they learned a lot in terms of tracking shots yeah. And, yeah. and trying to well, and find it, the key. In the long run, it does save the production quite a lot of money as well because in, in later seasons when their budget is cut a little bit, they've actually, they learned a way to put like a, well, it's a blue screen slash green screen uh, behind the gate yeah. and project right. onto that as a much cheaper way of doing... Um, the, the, ga- the gate effect right um to the point where they even then continue that along to a certain point where they put like a silk screen behind after learning what they do with the green screens there's a certain point where they put a like a silk screen behind the um the gate and actually use like a rear screen projector and yeah, project right. the, um, oh, right. the event horizon onto it hang on are you saying that this is something we could do at home totally if you had Whatever oh, these guys my are. wife's gonna get quite a surprise. <laughs> I built a stargate, <laughs> silk sheet, and a projector. Yeah, done. That could that could be a number yeah. of things. Much as though I've incorporated those things in other activities. Yeah. But it's already set up, guys. <laughs> I mean, if you want to build a stargate in your basement, well, then we'll just flash forward to like season six or whatever, mm-hmm. or season five, and we'll get there. We'll yeah. figure it out for you. You'll build it out of a toaster and you'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, well, talking about it the money. It wasn't MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself thinking towards the end, once, you know, he's been on Earth for so long and he's, you know, obviously just walking around following them. They can't see him. He goes and sees his grandfather. His grandfather comes back to the SGC and they're having a conversation. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a real, like, money-saving Earthbound episode. And then I'm like, hang on, no, 25 minutes ago, it was all visual effects, all green screen. Mm. And then they're obviously going to have to do that at the end. So it wasn't just a, okay, save every dollar we can. Half the episode, they're putting in more visual effects per shot than they ever have before. So, I mean, yeah, credit to them. It just, you know, it was, I guess, a product of its time for TV. Mm. But in saying that, that's the reason I could never get into Sanctuary, which was Amanda Tapping's next mm. series after it this. Weird. It was a, it I didn't, just... the storyline was... Okay, but it was a bit off. But the thing that irked me the most was the green screen. Like, the entire set for the whole series was green screen. Mm. Yeah. And you could tell. Like, yeah, it well, wasn't great. That was like the when they first started doing because it, it started out as a web series and was kind of to be this sort of weird mixed media, almost look like cutscenes from a video game kind of right. look. Right. So the entire yeah, the entire set is is green screen with steps from maybe like a desk that they you know, rest a book on or whatever. And so because of it, they actually, the makeup they use is really different to sort of, to stop that green sort of shimmer that you see sometimes. They basically had to paint them orange <laughs> so that then they would look normal on screen, but you kind of, you can kind of see it. Amanda Tapping, I have to admit, looks the best out of a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but the other characters, you can kind of see the makeup that they're wearing and it's a, it's a bit odd. It's, I, I think I watched up to about season, first season's a bit iffy, but season two and three were quite good. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I only got halfway through two. They never showed here in Australia, so you can only buy them on DVD, and that was like $60 a season. And wow. I'm just like, I, I, no I, way. I ain't doing that. No way. <laughs> so I still haven't seen the last season. Highly endorsed series. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like it, it affected Stargate directly in terms of Amanda Tapping's availability and we'll get into that in later seasons but you know it kind of directly affected the quality of some episodes of, of Stargate due to Amanda leaving and going off to um to Sanctuary so they cross over like yeah I never realized why would they that. let her do that if she's on contract they thought it was cancelled they thought SUM was cancelled after season 7 isn't that the reason no no no, no. This after is, 8 uh, I don't want to give any yeah, way okay. to, to Reese, but it's not it's not SG1 related it's another show related right yeah, yeah. okay and it, fair it's, enough yeah she's, she sort of signed she she finishes her run on SG1 and then does another season of another show and, and was 
going to go on to do a second season, but instead decided to to go over to um, Sanctuary. For her, it made sense because, you know, if she'd stayed where she was, she would have got one year's worth of paycheck. If she went over to Sanctuary and got five years' worth of paycheck. Yeah. It's the same, um, and you can give me a that's one, or up to one or two for this episode. This this will be two. Two. um, Terry Farrell, who played Jadzia Dax on DS9. She left the series. She <laughs> hadn't even finished. She left the series. A couple of weeks ago, he wanted me to do it before he even started. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just, yeah. just going to mix it up. She um she left the series at the end of season six. The show only had one season left. She she left to go and do uh, Becca with Ted Danson. So instead of but which chick's this? Good show. Uh, Terry Farrell, the the hot uh, brunette chick. Oh, um, from behind Becca. the bar. Yeah, Reggie. Reggie, love yeah. Reggie. She's amazing in DS9. She's one of my favorite characters. And yeah, she left at the end of season six. Uh, to do this show, so she got like four seasons or something out of out of Becca. Whereas if she'd mm. stayed on Star Trek, she would have got one season and missed out on Becca. So mm. from a like career career point yeah, of view, yeah. professional point of view, you know, they both made the right decision. I think they got a lot more work out of it. Unless they wouldn't have cancelled the yeah, other series maybe. if Amanda was in it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think the writing was on the wall by that point. A couple of um, moments I liked. One was a uh, comedy moment from Bloody O'Neill. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm good to go. And then he gets off the bed and just falls straight oh, onto the floor. <laughs> that was so good. And then Tilt picks him up and Dr. just Frieger face With like him. one arm too, just picks yeah. up and just throws him Smashes almost. Smashes him into the bed. Thank you. Smashes him. Yeah. I thought that was just brilliantly done. <laughs> yeah, and then another moment is when um, Nicholas Ballard, is his amazement at the Stargate when he steps into the um, embarkation room. <laughs> and he's just like he's just like holy like I've really felt his point of view mm. when he's looking at the gate like holy shit like you're going to different planets like yeah. this is and then everyone else is going around routine as usual and he's standing there going holy shit this is amazing yeah it's good yeah. to touch on it every couple of seasons they do that they just touch and remind us because yeah. obviously we as the fifth member of SG1 we yeah you kind of get used oh yeah it's the gate it's fine we see yeah. it every yeah. week we see it every day um, so yeah, it's good just to remind us of the wonder of what's yeah, actually yeah. going on. Because you do, you do have those thoughts, like you just said, Reese. you have those thoughts of you going to other planets and, you know, the whole universe is open to you. Like, yeah. if you, if you didn't see the wonder of him seeing it for the first time, you wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Mm. He did it really well. Yeah. Great acting. And just to think like you could, him finding out, even if he didn't see the gate, it's like, oh, where's Daniel? It's like. Well, look up in the sky. It's like, see that one over there and that constellation. <laughs> yeah. He's over there. It's like, wow, my God, he must be there for some amazing... It's, no, he's just going to see what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. they don't even know what's in that planet. They're <laughs> yeah. just going there to yeah. just, just to see just what's yeah. there and who's there and that's what the, they're doing. That's the other thing. When they went to the bloody nut farm that um, <laughs> Ballard was in... Shady that, Acres. Shady <laughs> Acres, yeah. They were talking to him um, and and he's saying, oh, Daniel's wasted his life talking about these pyramids being from aliens and stuff. And I'm just like, just tell him. Just tell him it's true. Tell him that... Mm. And obviously they couldn't, but it's just like, I felt so absorbed into the moment. Mm. I'm just like, you just got to tell him. Like, Jesus. It kind of reminded me of um, Torment of Tantalus in a lot of ways too, in that Nick, we find out, you know, an act after we first meet him that Nicholas has been able to see... Daniel the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of um, Ernest and um, Catherine in Torment of Tantalus where he kind of brushes her because he thinks she's a figment of his imagination, not that Mm. she's real. This was kind of the flip side to that in that, you know, Daniel's been talking this whole time and Nicholas just been ignoring him Yeah, because Nicholas thinks that he's 
in his head. <laughs> and I for, I'd forgotten about that too until until this rewatch because I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, he can see him, but he knows he's on a different plane because the doctors weren't aware of him in the room when he first mm. walked in. Mm. And I thought oh, when they get into a private room, he's going to say that he can see him because he knows that he's been under the, the same influence of the same uh, item. I'd forgotten that he, yeah. from that very first second he walked in, he's like, ah. Oh. Okay, Daniel's pretty dumb though. Like on. when they are in in Nick's sort of private room, like once once they're on base, mm. he's literally having a conversation, like a back and forward with Nick. Yeah, but it's not until Nick turns around and looks at him directly that he's like, "Wait, you can yeah. see me? You know yeah. what I'm doing?" And it's like, mate, he's literally been responding to <laughs> what you've been saying, you yeah. dipshit, <laughs> for three lines. Yeah. yeah, it's like, come on, man. I mean, I can almost understand it because now for the second week in a row, Daniel's been meditating. <laughs> uh, this time with Tilk, and and Tilk senses Daniel meditating his brains out. Yeah, <laughs> meditating his. Yeah. Imagine if Tilk did get into some weird shit when he went and he's like, "I'm just going to kill Noreen. I need I need it to like help me rest." <laughs> and he goes in there and Daniel fisting his pouch. <laughs> no, he pulls Junior out and just licks it. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus, so so bad. I haven't oh, eaten. That, I haven't how eaten is that worse than the term fisting his pouch? Yeah. Nah, we got used to that two yeah. weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got past true. that. I've never enough. thought about licking a symbiote. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> the new. It's the new. I feel favorite. like uh, I feel like one of um, <laughs> Tilk. It is like in the opening scene. He does give it. I think a bit of a movie quote here. See if you can pick it up. Our cultures can't repel firepower of that magnitude. I know of no gold structure of that magnitude. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I could think of straight away. Does Tilk ever go? It's a trap. What was that? That'd be good. That was Admiral so, Akbar. Right. Yeah, because I was oh, expecting Jesus. Tilk. I didn't realise until... <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was a bit like, when yeah. did he... Our cultures can't repel firepower of that... Oh, man, he's on some serious juice in the <laughs> Kelmore yeah, well, Ream. I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this bit. You guys can't instantly recognise Admiral Akbar's voice. What the hell are we you doing here? You said Tilk, so I was waiting for Tilk. I caramba. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I caramba. Did you notice the at the very, very start, it's the zap? Is the problem yet again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like classic. if if Tilk hadn't have zatted the energy beam, everything would have been fine. It's yeah. like Daniel being transported into the other realm. They all would have been Coddle, and then come back would have been fine. It's yeah. only because he zatted him that stop zatting things too. Well, he thinks after 1969, <laughs> he's just the zat fixes like, everything. Fixes everything. He's <laughs> like, oh, I'll do it again. Yeah. And his kid. Yeah, when he shot his kid. Yeah. <laughs> just give it a good old zat. <laughs> It'll restart it, reboot, like, reboot, yeah, off it and was, on again. It was very convenient though email. that the um, <laughs> the, energy, the energy beam detected <laughs> Teal'c and went, okay, we're not going to transport you, but obviously didn't detect Jolena and was just like, no, no, we'll take yeah. Carter, she's fine. No, yeah. she has the protein, mate. Yeah. yeah, and and that's then, what I mean. She's got the protein marker, but yeah. it didn't detect that. So it's like, no, no, we'll have her. And the they're like us, marker mate. for the gold. Mm. They're so Dead. above Joel now at this point that yeah. it's not even worth bringing up. Yeah, they're like, it's fine. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> Did you notice though when Tilt came back to to grab the skull, it wouldn't fit in the case? Yeah, that was a cracker. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's he trying couldn't... to shut it in. He's like, oh, I'll just pick up the case. Yeah, <laughs> and he just kind of ran away with it. And see, I didn't think anything of that until the end when they brought it back and it was perfectly sealed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hang on a second. But then the next shot, as he's putting it on the ground, it's open again. Yeah. But f- running across that bridge, man. Yeah, that I feel like, like that was unintentionally that was sprinting. narrow. Mm. Like, yeah. And then poor O'Neill like had to actually carry another human. Yeah. Like Carter, just, like <laughs> yeah. she went from like perfectly fine to catatonic. Yeah. So if we hang in, why did she faint? Also, yeah, yeah. in the, the second time she, they did it, she was fine. And I feel like any other oh, situation it didn't get stopped. 
That's the way I figured it, because Tilk didn't shoot it. So then the radiation didn't affect them. Right. For yeah, that no, reason. Makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mind the uh, the Hammond phone call scene, where he's like, yes, a, cl- a close friend. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Because you don't really feel... You don't really... Yeah, Hammond's on the friend. phone to his, to his granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. yeah. That was a good little moment, eh? Mm. Yeah, I didn't his acting, mind that. You never see him... Sort of, yeah. yeah. Out of work. Yeah. Character. And then Daniel's like, oh, he considers me a friend. Okay, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. Uh-huh. Yes, he's a very close friend. And Daniel's like, I never actually thought of him as a friend. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a, kind of a even, catfish and son of a bitch. Once, I haven't once called him George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't right. even know his middle name. <laughs> H. <laughs> I know Caleb, but he is a know-it-all nerd. But I have to find him. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to be here most of the time. But uh, his, his only family is a is a <laughs> nut a nutcase uncle, crazy old granddad, crazy old granddad. Hey, um, I I didn't notice it. I only read it in uh, some info about the episode. But apparently, Doc Frey has got a promotion. Yeah, I read that too. She's she's, uh, a major. she's, she's wearing major. Rank things on her shoulders right. now. Yeah. I couldn't what, tell you what they look what like. She? Whatever the thing below Captain. that is, Captain, I guess. Mm. Captain Doctor. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> I guess her and Carter have always had the same rank. And they now... call her Doctor Fraser. Well, you should be yeah. considered <laughs> using their rank. Well, she is the actual base doctor, though. Like she's a medical doctor, whereas Carter's yeah. got the Doctor Major. What do you call it? doctorate? Then the mm. PhD or whatever. So. Yeah, she's got a doctorate in medicine. <laughs> now, with the promotion, did she also get a new haircut or just new hair color? I've noticed she's. I feel yeah. like darker. every episode she gets a different haircut or hair color. She's just wild. She's that person. Yeah, <laughs> she's like that. She's like the, I got some she, blue in the hair. She's guy. the crazy tech chick from NCIS. You go and see Fraser, you never know what's going to happen. I'd love to see a goth Fraser just rock on in. And she's just got the big black pigtails. Yeah, and just full black. Wearing and, big you know, high top boots and shit. They got you know six inch heels and yeah. Well, ironically, she does wear six-inch heels because she's about four foot tall. So yeah. <laughs> in one of the um, uh, sort of behind-the-scenes extras on the DVD, she actually shows you her shoes, and they've got these like big like six-inch platform wow. heels on them for nice. any, any scenes where she's got to be next to any of the other cast because she's just such a little tiny chick. Tilk wears them as well. <laughs> <laughs> just on his days off. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> near the end, though, where we were talking about how they were trying to put the skull back on the pedestal. Tilt takes it carefully out of that container, gives it to old man Nick, who's like, I'm going, he's crusty, man. There's like a huge void <laughs> yeah. down there. Imagine if he just tripped and just lost the skull. Oh, dude, going across that bridge, he nearly fell. Just yeah, walking yeah. across it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, shit. He had the crystal skull. Yeah, man. have it. Like, it's only Daniel Jackson's life. Yeah. Who cares? No problem. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Did it feel really quick, like, come the end? Because it was like, all oh, this big thing, what's going on, who's done it and why, and we get there, it's like, mystical aliens, hey, you've been here before, you want to yeah. stay here? Yeah, I'll stay here. Closing credits, I'm like, I want to just, I know, like you we never see him again, but just give us another two minutes there and find out a little bit more about them. It was so selfish of Jackson, he's like, how Ballard was like, yeah, I'll go with them, and then Jackson's like, but you just came back into my life. And I'm thinking, dude, he's been at the nut farm yeah. this whole time and you just don't visit him. Yeah. Like, it's your like, choice, what, mate. Yeah. Oh, like, he's been in your life out. this whole time. Like, we geez. had a huge argument. You start being a douchebag. I can, I can have you in my life now. 
He's yeah. like, dude, I'm done with you. I'm out. It's a bit of a pattern too when you think about it. Like he was, he was, tra- you know, trapped, but he stayed on uh, Abydos for a year, and then Catherine Langford tells us in what season one that he'd been back for six months before he even went and saw her. Yeah, yeah. like she brought him into that world, and he gets back. He's like, I'll, I'll do that later. It was classified. But now it's it still is. But I'm telling you now, as if Daniel would just enjoy going over to Catherine's place for tea or something and crumpets. Yeah. You know, can't wait. Yeah. Don't use your classified excuse. Yeah. Classic Daniel. No. Days Good off. You want to? He want a bloody Sunday roast every yeah. now and again. He's not going to cook it himself. <laughs> he he'd play bingo with her like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> Two fat ladies, eighty-eight. Uh, Two ducks in a row, twenty-two. <laughs> when the the energy enveloped them all. And then Tilk didn't get transported. It just reminded me of of Tin Man when he didn't get a double. He's, he's like, Tilk feels left out. Do you know what happened? I wasn't transported with the others. Come back to base, Tilk. Oh. <laughs> Can I voice the big guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't that scene at least. All right. All right. You can be the voice. <laughs> yes. I think yes. I think I have found my new favorite. Like expletive and like you know excited call smoke smoke oh holy smoke bullwinkle where the hell oh, did he pull that from that's, that's what he said. said holy smoke bullwinkle i was like all right fair enough that's it's pretty out there but all right yeah i can't in holy an episode with giant bull, smoke aliens that's that's kind of out there holy snapping bullshit. maybe it was meant to be a giant moose or something <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah, good gear. Definitely. Bullwinkle. Yep. No, no, that's good logic. Oh, yeah, we got it. Rocky and Bullwinkle. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, we got yeah. it. Like, we got it. No, it's... it's from the, What know, we're the, saying is that it was a shit joke. Yeah, like, it just wasn't funny. Like, we got it. Like, <laughs> neither was your bit. <laughs> look at, look <laughs> at his face. It's it just <laughs> so hurt. Oh, you Ow. hurt, you hurt oh, my heart. Oh. I'm devastated. Oh. Brennan, Brennan feels left out. <laughs> <laughs> the only one here who's not funny. Oh. I do I do find it interesting, though, <laughs> when they were in the scene with Nick, when Daniel didn't know that he could see him, he's saying about his theories about aliens. He never had a theory about aliens, the, the pyramids being used as alien landing pads. Who did? Daniel, in the movie. He only theorised that um, as far as the building of them were concerned, it must have occurred much earlier than the the Sixth Dynasty or whatever it was of the pharaohs. Never at all in the movie was he saying to the archaeological community, they're landing pad for alien ships. Yeah. yeah, I think that was one of those things they kind of retconned for the TV series. Yeah. And just went, that was kind of the extension of that yeah. theory. We just didn't really see it. Because um, his big walkout moment in the movie, when he, you know, when he was spreading his theories to other scientists and stuff, was mm. they go, "What happened?" Then he goes, "I don't know what happened." Yeah, that's when they, they're happened. like, "Oh, so yeah. you don't have a theory? You yeah. just yeah. you debunking, debunking other theories for no reason." Yeah, yeah. 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 It could have been um, cut out of the sort of original, like the theatrical cut of the yeah, maybe um, movie yeah. or something like that. But yeah, they kind of just expand on because I guess it would have been a dead giveaway then when you know later in the film when you literally see a giant pyramid spaceship landing on another pyramid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just—they've had to retcon it because, like, he's always went, "Oh no, it's just dynasty stuff," you know. Earlier than that, and then they actually see one land on a pyramid. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, you, yeah, six all done. Yeah, that's my actual theory. Yeah. Sure, mate. Yeah, Calling that's what it. I didn't get when he's like, um, Ballard was saying um, how his theory about the crystal skull was aliens, giant aliens, and giant then he's like, aliens. but. Daniel's aliens, they're not real. That's ridiculous. No, giant yeah. aliens, not pyramid aliens, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But he wouldn't he's oh no, he thought he was in a cavern, hey, not a not a pyramid. Mm. Mm. 
I'm just like, it wasn't that far. Daniel Jackson's wasn't that far fetched. If you're thinking giant aliens made of gas. Yeah. On on the pyramid thing is so far has pyramids been exclusive to Gould use. Yeah. So what's the because my yeah. I was going to ask a question before like what why do these guys why are they so worried about the Gould as enemies if they're in a different phase and then I kind of answered my own question in my head was well if they had people like humans build their pyramid for them mm. then maybe the Gould attacked and killed their their ah, people their followers yeah, that's cool and that's yeah. why they've got that skull there to protect whoever comes there or you know just yeah. prevent the Gould from phasing over or something or yeah, whatever and it did so. Um, sort of hint at the fact that the, these guys were kind of the Mayan pyramid version yeah. rather than the Egyptian pyramid version, which yeah, is true. kind yeah. of guy But up yeah, until this would... point, like, haven't... And as it goes on, like, the Gould sort of... They sort of cover all bases as far as Earth-based pyramids go, don't they? Like, Chinese pyramids Yeah, and... but, I mean, if you if you do your real-world sort of research and stuff, the Mayan stuff Oh, you're is... saying I haven't, mate? What are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you suggesting? No, saying... if, you, if you go home, just... Mayan... You do the research, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just school you. Sorry, I, didn't to, yeah. I didn't mean to come across so douchey. Um, <laughs> no, you didn't. you didn't. But I haven't done the research. Um, like the Mayan Mayan pyramids are very different to Egyptian pyramids. Yeah. Like in the way that they're built and constructed and they're more sort of ziggurat and all that sort of stuff. They so got I think steps. Egyptians cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get up the top, but it looks sexy. Yeah. Secret, you know? Let's make secret passages. The hours will be cooler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long do you reckon it'll be before they find the room? Oh, probably next week. Yeah. Next minute, oh, 3,000 years later. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, and it's based in Egypt. Is that your preferred yeah. Origins to come out in the last few months? Or? Oh... Maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next time so, I'm in charge. It's so awesome because you can climb up the Great Pyramid of Giza and it's still got the marble the marble and the gold on oh, top. Oh, the Stand up the t- sit up the top and nice. then it does the synchronization thing that it usually does and then you jump and you slide down like a slippery oh, slide. Oh, sick. It's so good. <laughs> Sound, that's, so good. That sounds it's like, like a chapter out of Matthew Riley's um, series of books. Yep. Yeah, good call. So good. Um, just on the book. What is a book? <laughs> just on the obviously, um, I was joking. Crystal skull. I had a bit of a theory. So if if we look at it, there's obviously another crystal skull in Belize that was tied to the crystal skull on this planet that we found. Mm. So it sounds like Nick was transported to this pyramid, like he was transported across the galaxy mm. and then interfaced. Yeah. Um, so that he could interact with Quetzalcoatl, you know, however long ago mm. it was. If Teal hadn't have shot his Zat, would Daniel have stayed there? Or would Daniel have been shot to mm. the Crystal Skull back on Earth and spoken to someone there? Like, well, it, it only it well, only worked inside the cavern, right? So I'm well, thinking... not, not the one that Nick um, interacted with on Earth back in the yeah, day. That's true. Because remember when, when we walked into the pyramid with Nick, he goes, this is it. This is the place unless, I went to. Yeah, unless but he, the was cabin, in, he, he was in a temple when he found his. Unless, and yeah. that's where he was trans, He was um, transferred to that cavern and then came back to the temple, took the in skull Belize. out, and then the temple f- collapsed. And unless, he said he went back but couldn't find it. Unless the temple in Belize had oh. Nintendo. Had, yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. Had a Super it? Nintendo. I was, just, <laughs> I was just wondering if maybe, yeah, they're... they're back and forth transportation yeah. or maybe like the one in the in the pyramid that we found on this planet that's like the main the skull base. and yeah. there's lots of other skulls yeah, that will true. communicate you to this home world of theirs I have a regardless feeling regardless of where you go if yeah. Tilt didn't shoot it it would have 
what happened in the finale in the final scene would have happened. Tilk wouldn't have transported the other three. Would have. Mm. Yeah. So, th- but they would have stayed in that pyramid. They wouldn't have been transported yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. So. Was. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. Does it transport you or alt yeah, chain take you to a different dimension or well, obviously I think, both? Yeah, well I think in Nick's case both. So that's why I was just confused whether it was whether there's only two crystal skulls and they transfer yeah. back and forward, or mm. maybe there's a hundred out there, but the one that we met on this planet with Quasalcoddle, that's the main one and he's got a hundred different skulls out there and if someone can find it and activate it, they're transported to his temple where he can appear to them through the Nintendos. And, <laughs> um What are you calling him? Quasalcoddle, he says that. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. If you want to play yeah, it's, it again... Uh, it's hard to hear. What's your name? Quasalcoddle. 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 Money, money, whatever. Yeah, so it's Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-C-O-A-T-L. I feel, again, that's like gotten lost somewhere in the in a pitch meeting where they went, and there's like a giant mist alien, and they're like, what will his name be? Oh, he hasn't written that down. Uh, yeah. Quazzlecottle? I believe. I've got 26 yes. letters in a hat. Let's call it. <laughs> the quick brown fox jumped over the fence or whatever it is. Um, no, I, I believe it's got uh, a Mayan background. Let me just Google it. Talk amongst yourselves and I'll just... Uh... <laughs> Aztec. He was the feathered serpent, a flying reptile much like a dragon who was a boundary maker uh, between the earth and sky. He was a creator deity, having contributed essentially to the creation of mankind in Aztec mythology. Mm, wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Didn't look like he had feathers. <laughs> but yeah, maybe because that's um, how they say, uh, you know, our enemy, if your enemy is our enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. yeah. So like maybe... I like that theory that you've got how there's probably a hundred skulls out there and, and you can go there and if your enemy's the guy, well, you can stay there and they'll keep you safe or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and they'll help you out. And other, other than that, they'll just go, eh, f*** you, buddy. Yeah, see you later. Good luck. Booyah. Oh, I suppose then, I suppose if you, from what we've learned too, if you've got a Gua'uld symbiote in you, it's not going to transport you there anyway. Yeah, true. So it's, yeah. Mm. I guess it's it's their equivalent of the way we send out Malps and teams to explore. Yeah. They've just sent out these... Um, skulls somehow Draw them back to um to bring people to them. They're, they're just too lazy. They're just like, oh, just send out some skulls and they can come to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Min- not, do you know how expensive this run an SG program? <laughs> yeah. Billions a year. Forget that. Billion. But get a DHD. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, it's time for the get into gate. Harry mailbag monthly ish. <laughs> felt weird. It, we, we didn't hear about Brendan's balls before we. Oh, sorry. His, his what? Yeah, his bag. That was it. We, oh, not that, on that air. That was off no. air, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair, enough. fair enough. I actually wanted to kick it off. This is on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Scott Shaw at Skank in Taint. It's a <laughs> say again. At uh, no, sorry, not, is it's, not, to be it's not Skank. I think I read it the first time. as Skank. It's actually at Shank in Taint. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I think, I, got, I think I got a little bit ahead of myself and excited. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. that, that, wow. that first like, one was my second Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at his photo, I'm like, Shank oh, Scott's a little bit cheeky. Now, I wanted to mention this. This is from uh, from uh, a couple of weeks ago, but it, it sort of <laughs> pertains to something we just mentioned uh, about this episode with the Zat uh, shots that Tilk, you know, seems to fire at everything. That's, gonna, that's the fix. He said that the episode 1969, so the penultimate episode of season two, mm. is the last time we see the three Zat shots. 
he says. I know, I'm asking you guys who know yeah. the show a little bit better than I. They uh, wrote it out for the rest of the show, and we never saw it again, yeah. is what he wrote. So uh, I, thanks to uh, Scotty episode Short. 100, they touch on it. Yep. Yeah, because um, I know some of the writers really did, they just didn't understand. They're like, okay, we get one shot stuns, two shots kills. Well, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, depending on what they need to do for the script. Yeah. But they all <laughs> found like three zats disintegrates was just too much. Yeah. yeah. And then because in the a lot of the, especially um, James Titchener, who's the visual effects supervisor in some later seasons and a couple of other um, sort of behind the scenes guys, are kind of just, they would always question things and like, okay, well, how long does it need to be between your first shot and your second shot for yeah, the second yeah. shot to kill? Like, how you know, and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. I still remember in very early seasons of Stargate first watching it, it was like, oh, God, they've been shot once by Zat. They can never be shot by Zat again or they'll die. Yeah. Like, can you imagine yeah, if true. they'd done that? And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. So, um, And it's yes, funny, too, because next week in Nemesis, they shoot something three times and it doesn't disintegrate. Yeah, mm. that's right. So, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, they. I think they just as as the new sort of blood comes through, they kind of just went, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit silly. And then in season in season nine, when they introduce sort of a new bad guy and some new tech that's not Goa'uld based, they kind of riff on it. And because the the new bad guys, they have their version of a staff weapon and they have like this wrist mounted weapon, and they're like that. It, it's less powerful than the staff thing, but if you sh- if you shoot someone once, they might pass out but if you shoot him a couple of times the, who knows like yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of just deliberately be really vague with it and just go it's just a it's just an energy weapon just, <laughs> yeah. they, didn't, they didn't want to sort of lock themselves in by assigning rules to it so yeah I didn't realise that that was uh, was that long ago that very early, the last yeah. time we, mm. we got rid of the three zat rule so sorry no more disintegrations Reese. <laughs> yeah. I guess that'd be so much easier to like fix problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the other day, shooting the asteroid three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have disintegrated it. There we go. It Episode over. Yeah. Everyone jump in. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I got a, we got a message here from Bobby Reedy. Um, oh, I love Bobby Reedy, the Irishtician. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. I thought I was going to get to read that one because he clearly wants me to do it in my bang on Irish accent. Oh, go for it, mate. Okay, let me just... Because I, I did a screenshot of it. I've got it here somewhere as well. I thought you got a set script for your Irish accent. Hmm? I'm a hip-hopping granny. No, you're, <laughs> you're the one that made the Mrs. Doubtfire connection. I never realised. Mate, you sound exactly like it. Oh, there you go. Well, no, it's just because um, Bobby Reedy, the Irish station, clearly like he, he clearly wanted me to do it in the Irish accent because he ends his, his um, question with P.S. Fiddly D. Potatoes. So we yeah. clearly yeah. You've ruined it for so, us now. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually something um, we'd actually recorded the episode. It was for New Ground. We'd recorded the episode just before Bobby wrote in. Yeah. So he also, well, I'll let you read it as Bobby, oh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, hey there, eh? I'm Irish, eh? <laughs> Potatoes. Hi guys, question for next. <laughs> your, You're bookending it. It's, your go, it's his go-to phrase. You know how you have to say a phrase you to do, get into the yeah. accent. And if you go Scottish, it's Shrek, it's Shrek Friday Donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody leaks. Uh, fiddly potatoes. Hi guys, question for next week's episode, New Ground. Uh, is, is there a pretty big mistake with the gate dialing logic at the start of the episode? We see the chevrons on the alien planet lighting up one by one as the SGC is dialing the planet and before finishing the dialing sequence. How do you guys think it should work? Cheers, Bobby from Ireland. P.S. Philly D. Potatoes. It's funny because um, 
I <laughs> I messaged him back and I said, P.S. Sorry in advance for the Irish accent. <laughs> Maddie will surely put on when he hears where you're from. Hey, look, I'm pretty and he sure. Goes, he said, uh, he said, um, and looking forward, uh, looking forward to Maddie's terrible impression. Yeah, so. well, uh, if I remember correctly, he's living in um, in Germany or or somewhere in in Europe because uh, he followed us on um, Instagram. So I gave him a follow yeah, back, yeah. and um, yeah, so he's probably just missing his mother tongue. Is all I'm saying. So he just he just really needed <laughs> well, to. Not after that, he's not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted a, he just wanted a little taste of home, and he came to me. Sounded to give like it to someone him, was so drowning a cat. That. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire was yeah. drowning a cat. How many cats have you drowned in your life, Brendan? <laughs> Only three. <laughs> what, do you, what did you want me to say? <laughs> None. A responsible adult. Not, um, I, absolutely zero. But I've had a few wet pussies. <laughs> Not as many as I'd less like. Less than three. Less than three. Uh, if, you, if we want another one of my bang on accents, um, if we want to go uh, over to New York with Eddie Fusco, hey, fuck your mother, I'm Eddie Fusco. Um, he sent us through a picture of uh, Martouf. Eddie, did you say Eddie? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Eric. Eric, Eric Fusco. Yeah, hey, th- fuck your mother. Maybe you're going to insult him. Eddie's name, right? Hey, we're good mates. I call him Eddie for short, all right? Oh, right. <laughs> it's not even a nickname. <laughs> And yeah, longer. Eddie, hey, if, 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 if Dick can be short for Richard, Eddie can be short for Eric, It's okay? like me calling you Mike. That's fine. Hi, high-pitched Mikey. That's my dad's name. So I call, call you Michael, short for Matt. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, look, when you're as good of friends as Eddie and I, I can call him Eddie instead of Eric. Hey, okay? mate, you're not as good as friends as Brennan and Apophis. It's a private nah, joke. me and Pete. Oh, Apoff. Apoff. Um, <laughs> Eric just sent us a picture of Martooth and said, can we agree that from now on his name is Marteith? Yeah, good call. Yeah, I like that. Great call. Agreed. Has that photo been called? Oh, look, when no, you look, that's, when that's you that's look at it, haters will say that's Photoshop. Yeah, haters. Oh, I wish. I wish my teeth were that white. I really do. Man, what can he? Imagine what he could do with those teeth. That's, what can he do, Maddie? Simon Cow. <laughs> what, what can he? Do? What can he do with those teeth? Maddie's gonna pass out. <laughs> Maddie's losing it. <laughs> I've never seen him laugh so hard. Now, just to explain for those... <laughs> breathe, mate, breathe. Go on. Say it. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him crack up so hard. Oh, man. That's so good. Say it. What can you do? Tr- I'm trying. <laughs> What can he do? I'm trying to shoot him. He can, he can, he can, he can eat your ass like a bag of groceries. <laughs> I could didn't do, understand a single funny. word you I, said. I tell not you what, even that funny. He could demolish oh. a corn on the cob. <laughs> Through a chain wire fence. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Uh, oh, I thought it was out of a bag of carrots. I thought that's what you said. No, he could eat, eat your ass like a, a bag, bag of groceries. groceries. Right. Right. I don't know why we're, <laughs> no, we're glad we cleared that it's, up. It's yeah. going to get cut both times, so I don't know why we're going nah. back to it. Nah, because I'm getting leaving that one in. He's leaving it in. Oh, it's not even was... that funny, but I don't know why I love it so much. Oh, shit. I was about to preface it and say Ooh. the in joke is something we had to cut out. Yeah. <laughs> but now that you've said it, I'm like, it's not that bad. Let's put it in. It's fine. It's fine. Ooh. Oh, all right. Who's next? Uh, I got one here. Five star review on iTunes, actually, from Schlonger Dragon. <laughs> In the USA. Oh, nice. You guys are awesome. I love this podcast. I've listened to every episode. The only issue I have is the long time between some episodes. True geeks don't have lives and wouldn't miss a week of putting out a podcast. 
Well, look, I, I can't disagree because, you know, I'm ready to go every week, unlike other people, but, you know. <laughs> Mate. We've been, we've actually done, we've been a while since we've not had a podcast out. Yeah, because I've turned into a tyrant we've had, trying we've to had crack a good the run. around you guys. And <laughs> we got Joe, like Mitch's actual job is a professional geek on radio. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's his job. Yes, you yeah. can get paid for he it. Gets, <laughs> he gets paid to it. We do this for free. So no, I get paid can... out for being a geek on radio. Sorry, no, we move. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. Main, mainstream yeah. radio. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, no, I'm... but yeah, um, simple answer to that is we got fucking lives, mate. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, we see how we go. Um, also, we're fucking alcoholics. So. Oh, I'll speak yeah. for yourself. Well, yeah, me and Brendan. Yeah. Absolutely. Like well. <laughs> so, a lot of the time, we're either too drunk or too hungover. Mostly too hungover. Mostly still drunk, can't drive the next morning. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to give a massive shout out to our regular contributor, Aaron Percival. He uh, got back to us about Ergo. He says, I love Ergo, and you're so right. A lot of it just hinges on Dom DeLuise's performance. But the thing I wanted to bring up the most is he says, Also, Maddie, what is up with these guys? They don't already love Scrubs. He says, first Star Trek, then Gilmore Girls. We do and- like Scrubs. Well, yeah. you guys, hey, you guys, all three of you guys gave me blank stares when I brought up a Scrubs reference the other week. Yeah, yeah but we haven't so, watched them back to back. Aaron goes or... on to, well, you should have. That's what ge- geeks really do. Aaron says, first Star Trek, <laughs> then Gilmore Girls, now Scrubs. Them boys need some culture. Gilmore Girls. You have yeah. a laugh. Culture. <laughs> it's, it's Aaron, not culture. me. What culture are we talking about? Um, and then the best part is he goes on, he actually does a podcast of his own. He um, yeah. says, I co-run Alien vs. Predator Galaxy, one of the oldest and largest alien and predator communities. We've got a semi-regular uh, podcast. He says, the older ones suck balls, but the last three or so years are pretty decent. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the club. <laughs> so you can, you can yeah. check it out at uh, www.avpgalaxy.net. And what I do love is he went on to pay out Mitch asking, and I think you boys were asking if you guys had even seen Alien vs. Predator, which Mitch took very... He was like, hey, hey, that I've seen. How dare you. That Aaron! I've seen. I get, I get shade from everyone that I tell that I haven't seen the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, you haven't no. even seen one? I thought you'd like seen one with like, oh, tapped out. Yet? Yeah. No. Because we were going to go see uh, number two. Yeah. And we had a car crash yeah. on the way. Oh, that's right. Bo. Yeah, thanks, Bo. <laughs> Cheers, Bo. Right off that car. I don't know if we mentioned it. I, I may have mentioned it in one of our previous episodes. Or you not. might be the only people in the world that had a car crash before you watched the Fast and Furious. Movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd say it'd have been the thousands of people. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, I could drive like Vin. <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, but uh, we've, we've spoken in the past about a sort of friend of mine who I don't really talk to anymore who loves Gogglebox. And yeah. who, I'm glad you said previous friend. Yeah. Well, on top of that, put uh, I saw them uh, putting a post on Facebook uh, last week or the week before, as as proudly being one of the few people in the world who's never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Proudly. Yeah, mm. that's really so come out the last got, two years. Got, see, got see, time for Gogglebox, no time for Game of Thrones. So you watch people watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But seen every episode of Married at First Sight, guys. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me again about Davina. <laughs> Jon Snow, who's that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's really come out the last two at years. Least... Like people making a point on social media. Like people I'm good friends with, like, I've never seen an episode. Other people are like, mm, I'm going to like this. Yeah, neither have I. I don't, I don't get what it's all about. I hope I never watch an episode. I'm like... 
is that going to become a thing where we just start talking about the things that we don't like that other people yeah. like? Yeah. yeah. What else haven't you done with your life? Oh, it's the same way sort of um, people are now, they're sort of turning on Rick and Morty fans. Like, that Rick and Morty fans are just so arrogant. It's like, oh, if you don't get Rick and Morty, well, you're so dumb. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> You've Have a drink a, in your life. You've man. obviously got a stable life if you don't understand Rick and Morty. I don't do drugs or alcohol. I watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> and just to touch on something else uh, that Aaron sent through to us in regards to our revisit of shitting through a gate logistics yep, uh, yep. the other week. How has this become the common thread of our podcast? Look, but anyway. We've always hey, said... Give no, nobody else has <laughs> ever answered these questions. I'm not complaining about it. We've always said... I'm just give, saying we didn't plan on it. Give the people what they want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Aaron yeah. says, uh, I cannot believe what I'm listening to. I sat here at work pissing myself to the physics of crapping through the Stargate. Good enough. But then obviously he goes through and puts his own uh, uh, theory through, which is what I like. Mm. Personally, I don't think you'd be able to crap if your ass is in the event horizon. You'd need to be hovering above it. I think it's just one of those inconsistencies that is pretty much throughout the show. Uh, and then Brittany Reinhardt commented, yeah, I really feel like you'd have to lay the gate down for it to be easy enough to be worthwhile. Otherwise, it just seems like way too much work, even for what is essentially an intergalactic <laughs> poop joke. <laughs> so... Well, I kind of disagree because if you have your gun <laughs> in the event horizon and the trigger on the outside, the bullets are still going to fire through. I feel so. If you have I your ass in the event horizon and your intestines and stomach are outside, the poo's going to go somewhere. Yeah, it's 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 a fine line between <laughs> yeah. like che- cheek and sphincter <laughs> is how far you want to get into it's the true, into the true. event horizon. Yeah, you know, cool. so you know, no, that's so true. <laughs> Just debating the serious questions. I have a so. another iTunes review here. Mm. Uh, from sorry, I'll just get it up. No, you're right, mate. Take your time. Just get the get the floor yeah. and then start to organise yourself. That's fine. Yep. Go. Thanks. <laughs> Five stars. Loveheart Stargate. This is from Loveheart Stargate. Aggressive Reese has got in the in the mailbags lately. Yeah. I feel like when he's emptying his hey, mailbag, mate, he yeah. likes to be aggressive. <laughs> when you're getting into a mailbag, he likes to aggressively empty his mailbag. He wants to choke someone. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, it's normally his brother, which is weird. So. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, this is from Philiga Yowie from Australia. We got an Aussie. Oh, nice. This is from January 30. Um, as a huge Stargate fan, I'm always looking for anything Stargate. Most podcasts I tried just wasn't good enough. Then came across these four guys. Absolutely love the discussions and the funny anecdotes. I've listened to 55 episodes in 14 days. Keep up the good Jesus. work, guys. Jesus. I, wow. I hope we get to go through right, uh, right through Atlantis and Universe. Thank you. Thank you, Filiger. If I'm saying... Uh, sorry, Pillager. I don't know. Pillager. <laughs> Pillager Yowie. Pillager. If I'm saying that right. Sure. It's probably Philippa or something, but yeah. Well, it's, no, it's, it's Pilliger. Uh, I've got uh, a couple from a new contributor, uh, Tyson Johnson. Uh, he gave us a review on uh, Facebook, I believe. Says, you're all awesome. Five stars. You're all awesome. Greatest Stargate True. podcast out, period. Oh. Oh. Take that to the bank. Jesus. Uh, great, to fo- nice. great to follow Blood along words. with a new fan and get his opinions and views. Oh, oh thanks, mate. Yeah, no. Oh, Reese is um, always getting the credit. I'm your biggest fan as well. Keep it going, guys. So, Love cheers. ya. Uh, and then he also put a comment uh, on too, our mate. Facebook page as well. I think it's got to do what we were talking about with uh, uh, a little bit of a Twitter feud. I'm going to put it out there. Feud. Feud. Regarding our, our boy Apoff and uh, whether he is the greatest Guild of all time or not. He is. Uh, Tyson says, I just want to put my opinion out there. Apophis, 
I'm all let you finish, but Apophis is the greatest good of all time. Uh, he is an enemy that when he is on the show, I'm like, oh shit, it's about to get real. Yeah, totally. Hashtag OG Apophis. Yep. Yeah. OGA Apophis. Yep. Uh, Balf in sucks. <laughs> um, always found him super annoying. Hashtag Bal sucks. Hashtag thank you continuum. So. Yeah. Thank you continuum. Thank you, Tyson. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of Bal. Um, Jana Cox has uh, sent us good friend of the show uh, I Cox. believe it's Yana oh no it's not Australia <laughs> <Straight>, mate <laughs> um, she sent us a picture she said uh, I tried to message this to y'all but I couldn't get it to work so I had to save the pic and had to share this with you enjoy it's uh, a GQ magazine Go Old Quarterly uh, <laughs> so good the, the, the five greatest system lords of all time and uh, yeah, I, I presume it's Baal on the cover. It I says, like I like this yeah. bit. Lord over here. Baal leads the pack. 150 pages of Peltac chic. Yeah. <laughs> dressing I love it. whatever that means. <laughs> dressing, I love it. dressing for despotic domination. I love. Uh, pimp your hutark. Page 169. <laughs> um, we'll chuck that up on the socials. Yeah, Yana. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Ashley O uh, sent us a message on Facebook. I don't know why, but this is a regarding Ergo. I don't know why, but I always, for some reason, thought the frog thing was Ergo. And they just extract copies from him and stick them into unsuspecting victims. Uh, this theory is flawed in oh so many ways. It was <laughs> oh, the frog thing at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, uh, this theory is flawed in oh so many ways. It was my stupid child brain making assumptions. My adult brain just goes along with despite a ton of evidence. But I don't mind that. That frog is just ruling that planet all along. He looked like a. I reckon they could have put him in one of the episodes and sold it like a minion. He looked like a pretty cool little Ooh, frog guy. Oh yeah, that you know, like good. they did. They're doing with the new Star Wars, bloody penguin things. Oh, the porgs. The porgs. <laughs> like literally, I went to the shop and I'm like, that that they're for sale and they're like eighty bucks. Jesus. And I'm like, that's literally, that's the only reason they're in the movies because they're <laughs> yeah. cashing in. Yeah. Mm. Good I got story. A, I got a, yeah, absolutely. I got a uh, another five-star review on Facebook this time from Elliot Corsa. Uh, Brizzy boy. boy. Brizzy represent. That's where we're from also. Uh, I lo- I've loved Stargate for a very long time and finally there's a Stargate podcast worthy of listening to. Recommended for any Stargate fan out there. Boom. That's awesome. Mike. Thanks, Elliot. Mic awesome. drop. Cheers, mate. Uh, and the last one I got, I just want to give a shout out uh, on Instagram, Holly Maneri. Maneri? Maneri? Uh, she gave us all a follow <laughs> on um, on Instagram. Uh, she's from Tasmania. Uh, her little bio on, on Instagram says... Oh, she- from Lonnie. Yeah, Tasmanian. No, Justin Kerbishley. Journalist. She probably does. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he doesn't. Scenery lover, wine enthusiast. Do you know Ricky Ponting? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Mother to Siamese cat called Finn and a cavoodle named Freddie. So shout out to Finn and Freddie. Oh, from Lonnie. 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 Well, you're assuming she's from Lonnie, but you know. No, I'm not. <laughs> she just says Tasmania is pretty much Hobart and Launceston. <laughs> well, she could be a Hobie then. Towns. She could be a Hobie. No, Hobie? she followed me. <laughs> she doesn't she follow me on Instagram. And Twitter, so she says she's from Launceston. No, it says journalist Tasmanian. Are you on Twitter? No, I'm Shut on Instagram. Shut the f- up. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoa! What, by the way, what is your handle on Twitter? I don't know. Well, have you got it on your phone? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to... 
Twitter. I don't, isn't I don't, it uh, Pokemat or something? I don't have... Oh, oh, that's Snapchat. No, that's his other one, yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't <laughs> Pokemat all day? I don't know. Pokemat. Uh, <laughs> I, honest, I don't have the Twitter app on my phone, so I've literally got to oh. Google Twitter and then try and see if I can log in. I don't use it, mate. Fair enough. It's shit. Twitter I want to follow you. Twitter is excellent at the moment. I'm I'm well, right back in. I've dropped off yeah. Instagram. I'm right back into well, Twitter. Twitter's really good Thank for, you, American for politics. Stargate. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, here we go. It's <laughs> I've got <laughs> I'm following 38 people and I've got zero followers. Oh, you got, found it. I've got three follower requests. What's your What's your handle? At Matty underscore Gibson. Who would have thought? Change it. <laughs> Jesus. What Change was it. that? Was high pitch Matty taken? Well, I didn't. Ha- I wasn't. I wasn't high pitch <laughs> oh, Matty. I wouldn't back have thought then. so. Whoa. Right. This before, okay. This wow. Twitter Jesus. exists before high pitch Matty. My, my last tweet was April thirteenth, two thousand and twelve. Where I re- what? Two thousand and twelve. Yeah, I retweeted Nat Garons uh, about <laughs> her looking like an Asian Miley Cyrus. Yeah. What's her tweet? She says, "Just got told I look like an Asian Miley Cyrus for the third time. Yeah. I will not stand for this unless I get to Ruta Hemsworth. I love Nat Garons. Uh, my." <laughs> My last actual tweets were October 2011, where I said, Holy shit. "Where I said, where the hell did they find these shithouse auctioneers? Hashtag the renovators. Do you guys remember that TV show? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, that, no. was, that was trending. Um, and this, <laughs> it's on Gogglebox. This, this one's a bit awkward, given uh, mates we have in common, but uh, August 2011, liking Reese for not singing pop shit. Dude has skills. Hashtag X Factor AU. Oh, I thought you'd watching Reese on karaoke night. <laughs> the VPT. Once I get you up there. I thought you were going to be, when I was walking in Memphis. There you go. And my, my first... We're not that drunk yet, mate. My, <laughs> my first ever tweet, July 12th, 2011. Nav finally giving Fulton what he deserved. Hashtag Sea Patrol. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Like, no one's... That is not trending. It's not that, even... It never trended. See, you're the... Oh, don't get Twitter. You were Twittering the hell out of Twitter. You were live tweeting you, and hashtagging uh, during a program yeah. that you were You watching. and Maggie were the only ones tweeting about Super Patrol. Good old Lucy McCune. That was yeah. a good show. I still like that show. Blue Healers was all right. Waterettes. No, Sea Patrol. Wouldn't have thought so. I like it how it's like it's the pinnacle of Australian Navy and it's a tugboat. <laughs> no, it's not. Australia. <laughs> Australia, <laughs> wants, Australia wants Jag and, and Sequest DSV and we're like, we can do that. <laughs> Neck Minute Sea Patrol. Good show. It's exactly Shut the up. same yeah. thing. We send people to Christmas Island. That's what we do. That's if they it. try and get off, we Oi. bomb them. Shoot their boat. Look, I'm not going to make Super Patrol my line in the sand. There's so many other TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys want to give a shit, that's fine. Because, you know, but, you know. Not paying at you, paying at the show. The last two seasons were terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Did it go more than the last? What do you mean mate, the last two? It had five seasons. No way. What? Five seasons, mate. Super Patrol. First season was a shit boat, but the second season they got a new boat and it uh, kicked ass. <laughs> well, I guess they should have started Jesus. with the good boat. Well, they obviously, you know. Good show. So I, I was right, they had a tugboat. You've actually, no. like, and apologies to our overseas listeners, but you've actually had to utter the words, the last two seasons of Sea Patrol. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't well, know when, I didn't know I it know, went beyond. like a cartoon, <laughs> I like know, Octonauts. Yeah. I know this is a phrase. That was the working, mice from Mars. It was the working I title of Octonauts until they realised it was a shitty Australian TV show which carried the same name. They wouldn't want to tarnish the brand. Link yeah. and I were talking about Biker Mice from Mars the other day. We love it. Good show. Yeah, that's um, good show. I know I get a lot of shit for Super for this, Ted was good for, for mentioning yeah, this, this phrase Man. a lot, yeah. but I have them all on DVD. Sea Patrol, yes. Wow. First How three seasons it? are brilliant. Give me Roseanne any day. <laughs> Saskia Burmeister, Jay Ryan. Uh, I, 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 I like Saskia. Reboot. 
Uh, we, good. we got a tweet here from Stu Money from Scotland. He says, why don't you guys talk more about Sea Patrol? <laughs> <laughs> At Stuart C. Triple Six One, just found the Get Into Gate podcast, and it is the best thing I've found since Four Finger Pod, Simpsons, and Stargate. Life is complete. Four Finger Pod is um, Simpsons podcast. Oh, is it? Oh, Boys from out. also from Brizzy, I believe. Are you kidding? I know they're Australians. It's a Briz fest. Pretty sure, yeah, oh. I think they might be Briz. Definitely have to check that out then. They're killing it in the podcasting department in Brisbane. Absolutely. Boom. Yeah. Crossover. Boom. We'll, we were talking about uh, Holly Monnery. The other week, we'll, I, I put out the call, you know, give us a subject to go on a rant on because, you know, we can go on a rant. Yeah. Holly says, get into gate. Look, I'm only new to the podcast and not listening quite in order yet. But in the latest episode, you asked us for topics to rant on. How come no one just said the name Robert C. Cooper to Brendan? Because no one wants rant to hear Brendan talk, really. We just try and keep yeah. Brendan as quiet as possible. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Doesn't stop him, but... Look, that's... Yeah. I accept the challenge, but I do still feel like that's a slow burn. Can you... Can well, you... that's what I said. I said we need to keep that topic <laughs> yeah. on a tight leash when he's around because there's not enough time in a can, day. Can you rant Look. and be deadpan at the same time? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> give me a week. I'll mull over it and see what I can come oh, up with. Mull over it. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to put any pressure here. But maybe Walter's written a diary about how he feels about Robert Cooper. I don't know. Like fourth wall. Yeah, yeah fourth wall. Who knows? Stuff. I mean, <laughs> there's a guy day. that writes what I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope it's better than that. But you know, oh, that was just that big thing. Sorry, I'm not. A- in theatre sports enthusiast. I thought, I thought Maybe that was German. I just said that because I thought it'd get a laugh, but everyone yeah. was just like, oh, Peanuts no, and caramel. Caramel. <laughs> caramel. That was good. It was, it was a good joke. Jeez. No, it was good. No, it was, if you just work on that. <laughs> you just workshop that a bit. You just do, Reese. if you get more jokes, and if they, hopefully they're better than that, but... <laughs> what about... If- I'm so impressed with uh, just how, how full our mailbag has gotten. Like, I it's know, just, yeah. I just yeah. feel like everyone wants to just... Like, it was only two weeks ago we did. Make our bag swell. Yeah, every, every time people just wants to put something in a bag. So, please, everyone, <laughs> um, keep sending stuff through because uh, we really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sorry if we month. miss stuff, too, because we only do it monthly. And... We're so unorganized, we have to figure yeah. it, we're going to have to figure out a better way to sort of organize to make sure that we do... We're going to um, hire a PA. To... <laughs> we need to hire a Walter. Yeah. Ben would like an internship to uh, just yeah. organize a... I'd like some a... bunting. Yeah, so just if we could organise some bunting, what? what? Make sure it's, uh, it's a season red, eight reference. So. Right, red, oh. red, right, and blue, please. Yeah, yeah good. Um, we need blues. But yeah, if anyone would like a uh, an internship to uh, just grab onto our hairy mailbag and <laughs> give it a tug, give it a sort tug, it out. Just <laughs> there was no sort of <laughs> like there was you can't. It's yeah, not an even. It was in just a straight <laughs> tug. <It> was just <laughs> straight up hairy mailbag tug. Yeah, <laughs> tug the mailbag. I mean, you got to tug the mailbag every now and then. Like you can't yeah. just uh, got to give it a shake and got to give it yeah. the attention it deserves. Organize it, <laughs> rearrange Jesus. it. You can't ignore it. You got to, you know. Yeah. I love how Mitch is just sitting back, just yeah. got nothing. I'm, Mitch I'm is that tired. Slow today. I'm trying. I'm like, where can I go with this? There's got to be some kind of cupping reference, checking for foreign objects. You know, like it wasn't going anywhere. So if you want to contribute, every time you get in touch with us, it makes our our hairy mailbag swell. Tingle. If you want to, yeah, you know, like if it. you want to put that kind of wording yeah. on it, you know. 
Yep. Makes my hairy mailbag stand up on it. It gives me a little notification, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> send us... <laughs> send us... A gives w- me a tickle in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> send us a word on uh, getintogate at gmail.com. Find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. If you haven't already, and if you haven't, you're mad. Wait, and get on Reddit and stuff and talk about us. Oh, you really <laughs> try- <laughs> You try to push that Reddit, get, aren't you? you mate, there's a lot of people on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. What else? What I don't else? get Reddit. No, it's difficult because it's a slow burn. You can't just get on there and spam. You got to be on it, and you got to spam, and you got to like other people's stuff. And you're like, eh. Oh, so you, so you gotta, <laughs> I'm not here to lie. Yeah. Oh, you got to contribute. F- that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to post my shit. I want to be famous, but I don't want to do any work. How do I go? I don't want to be famous. I just want to Murder. live comfortably doing not much. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be Kardashian famous? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. With with Maddie's uh, new On the segment, next Stargate SG One. Um, you'll notice how we we spoke about the Michael Shanks voices Thor. Now in this particular sting, they haven't flanged his voice. Oh, and done like oh the, really? Yeah. So it's, it's about the second or third uh, line. It says. They are the enemy of the Asgard, so listen out for mm, Shanks. They haven't asgard eat up his voice. Yeah. Richard Dean Anderson stars on the next Stargate SG-1. What are they? They are the enemy of the Asgard. Thor's ship yeah. has been overrun by a bunch of nasty technophiles. Like Technology goes on a rampage, <laughs> destroying worlds. They have become a plague on our galaxy. And annihilating everything in its path. They plan to land the ship and infest Earth. No, it's us or them. Anybody who comes up is not getting down. Sir, if you can't get off the ship... Yeah, I know. Put that in. You are going to die. On the next Stargate SG-1. Well... Obviously, the final SG one because whoever gets up isn't getting down, and Teal yeah. said we're going to die. So there's no mm. way to get out of this one. Well, at least Shanks he'll survive. So Atlantis starts <laughs> after this, eh? Yeah. yeah next week. Next week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's it. No get problem. ready. <laughs> All right, that's episode 64 of Get in the Gate. Talking Crystal Scar. We will be back next week to talk Nemesis episode 22, the season finale of season three of Stargate. Until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts. Just uh, search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. On all your favourite podcasting channels, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome, and you can uh, find all of our old chats there. You can also find uh, on the channel our Stargate Origins breakdown as no, well. I mean, do, do that <laughs> while he's talking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're about to turn I'm the I'm eating caramel off. pretzel Kit Kat. Like, there's a button in front of you where you can turn your yeah. microphone and, like, off. Mitch is about <laughs> 30 seconds away from finishing, so, like, he will turn the microphone off. He always off. is. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Mind you, I w- this is, we're working in the studio in my radio station that I work at. You would be surprised by the amount of people that do stuff on mic that have no idea there's a button in front of them that they can just turn <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> Get into geek.com.